and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
up, what's up? I'm going to miss that music. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting kind of used to it now, right? I'm getting kind of used to that. But th but thanks to the homies at YouTube for providing those, you know, those songs that don't get us booted off because of the copyrights. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to miss it. It's it's pretty cool. I saw Andrew uh, in the uh, in the in the little reel there. I saw Andrew saying uh, asking if that was Biggie in that photo. Uh, I'm oh. assuming he meant there was a photo there with me, probably that I met Notorious B.I.G., which the correct answer to that would be yes, it was actually. Yeah, no. Um, as a matter of fact, yeah. I, it, well, now you have a photo, of Biggie, but then again, every other picture that I see you in <laughs> has a uh, you, you got a couple different, not just one that famous Biggie shirt that you wear, but you have a couple different. Biggie oh yeah, shirt. I got I got a couple of Biggie shirts, but that there's a photo that uh, actually I, I got to meet Biggie one time. I uh, was DJing at a show that he was doing with Craig Mack and Keith Murray, so that oh. was pretty cool. Oh, that's oh that's awesome, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was basically like the uh, the lackey DJ in between them, <laughs> in between them performing. It's awesome. like it's it's Craig Mack and and Keith Murray and Biggie and. I don't know what's this white dude's name he's dj i don't know whoever he is dj two three there you go hey i never asked you yeah how'd you come up with the name two three what is that well oh. if you were to look over my shoulder oh my here god. that would probably give it away oh my god i just saw it too I'm like, yeah oh my god yeah i know right. so my good buddy uh that, that uh, and, and you know him as well raymar um he he passed away uh you know last year mm -hmm. and um he kind of gave it to me. You know what I mean? So I have just, uh, I, I've kept it because of that, you know, just because okay. he gave it to me. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I gotcha. Well, it's, it's better than being DJ MJ, you know, that's fair point. That's a fair <laughs> point. Ah, <laughs> oh, so, so, uh, let's bring it, let's bring in Mr. Gabe and say hello. Oh to yeah. Mr. How did Gabe. I not do that? Uh, you know why I didn't bring Gabe in, in the beginning because he was looking down at his note show notes probably. And okay. I didn't want to embarrass him to just be like, Oh, Gabe, you're on camera now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm letting him know now we're bringing you in Gabe. Yeah. We're bringing <laughs> you in. What's up, bud? How are you? What's going on, man? Good. Craig Mack, right? Bring the new flavor in the air. What was that? That's track? it, man. That's it. Did he do that with Biggie? Um, you know what? I believe it was a, um, I believe there was a remix that Biggie was on that. If I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're a 23 fan. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Absolutely. What, what, you know, every time you come on every week, Gabe, you're, you're jamming out to something new, man. What, what do you got? What do you got in the ears this week? Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, Tony McGinnis above and beyond deep sea set. Love that it. Was, that was, that was pretty wicked. Also, right. DJ, Hay, DJ Hayes says you need to call, so let's get it done. <laughs> oh, okay, definitely, right after the show. D but D it's, Ronald, it's Ronald on DD's account, so technically Ronald needs you to call. I got right. Oh, uh, Ronald, what's up, Ronald? Look, things are opening up, and, and part of the news, boys, is the, the Atlantic City DJ Expo is happening. You know, I'm hearing from five or six different stores, sources. I still haven't heard from the man Frank from DJ Times yet. Um, yeah. he's still ducking me. So Frank, if you're hearing this, you know, call up Greggy C. I want to talk to you about this whole, this whole rigmarole, but, um, yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's happening. And by the way, Gabe, yeah. I love your where's Waldo shirt. I just love it. So, you know, <laughs> you can't find me. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I can't find you. So 
All right. You guys got me that. looking up this flavor in your ear remix now because Zaz One mentioned the uh, the black and white video. Yeah, there it is right there. Oh, yeah. What's up, Zaz? Okay. I remember that now. All right. So, uh, look, last week we had uh, Sammy Skoda from Baseball. So I wanted to thank Sammy for, for coming out. He's a good friend of ours for a while, both both Gabe and I. Um, yeah. or, or she is a good friend of ours for, for, for a very, very long time. It won't be and much longer if you keep calling her he. You're very, yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, but but um, I, I want to thank Sammy for the fabulous job that she did with the Serato um and telling us about especially the smart crates because i even learned something because smart crates was something that i I said you know what i I guess when it was told to me at the time i didn't even want to it it, it just went right over my head and i didn't even want to think about it because i didn't have time to really focus on it but then once sammy started talking about i said oh i got it i finally got it and you know sometimes you don't want to learn things you don't care but right. with, with that said, you know, that that really helped me. So, yeah, shout out and a thank you to Sammy Skoda from Base Boss um, for joining us and, and giving us, you know, some of those Serato tips as those well. Speakers, those speaker cabinets they have, it seemed like they're pretty amazing, too. I'm definitely uh, considering looking into those when it's time. Oh, yeah. Look, they're, they, they are. They're, they're, that's an amazing, amazing product. So, um, hey, let me share this real quick just because yeah. Zaz One's got me on it. And I, I don't know. It might get us kicked off of here, but if it does, it does. Whatever. Oh, where is it at? There we go. <laughs> My God. Did that take you back right there? Play. I know we had to do a remix, right? Puffy. Oh. Look at that. There he is. Oh. That's probably all I can play without getting in trouble. There we go. There it is. I, behind me Thanks, somewhere, Thanks, I have I have the twelve inch single of that. That 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 is a hot that is a hot track. Yeah, it um, is. Jeff yeah. Rush, what's good, man? Hey, hello everybody. Hey Jeff. Hey DD. Hey Vince. Uh, Andrew, thank you for coming. Yeah. Andrew and I had a class earlier, so thank you for for always. Jeff has music me. coming out. What's that? Jeff Jeff has some music coming out. You guys have to check it out. Oh, Jeff, you know what? Post yeah. it in the comments, Jeff. Put, put put your link in the comments, and um, hopefully we can put it up on the screen for you. Um, yeah, I'll fire it up. Yeah, if you got link, links of your new music. So, yeah, congrats with that. And, and keep it going, Jeff. You do you do a great job with what you do. So I um, want to remind everybody, you know, however you're listening, whether it's on Google Play, whether it's on um, the Apple Podcast Store, or if it's on Spotify, Anchor, um, or you're watching on Facebook Live, or you're watching on YouTube Live, please uh, subscribe. Also, share this to your friends um, so more people can can catch the show. Also, like the show in any media that you're watching it. And, and really, send us a comment. Say hi, like like Zaz1 and his yup, or evening guys, or hey guys, or, or whatever it may be, so we could send a shout out and say hello. And thank you for, for following and, and uh, you know supporting in the Q podcast. Much you know what we haven't done in a while either is we, we should probably throw this back up on the screen here. We haven't really been pushing the, uh, the text notification, you know what I mean? So we, so if, if you're not subscribed to it, we do send out text notifications about the show. We'll send you a link directly. You can click right on the link and jump right in the show when it goes live. So I'm just going to leave this banner scanning, uh, you know, scrolling across the bottom, but if you shoot your, shoot a text over to that number, uh just shoot your name we don't care just say something silly it doesn't matter to us but that way we can uh we could definitely notify you of upcoming shows and anything else that might be happening with the fine folks here at in the queue podcast yeah and as it comes up with with uh the expo coming around the corner i'll be getting uh 
some some free passes from a couple different organizations. Ooh. So I think um, very shortly, we'll, and we'll promote that too as a giveaway on a future show. Um, we'll give away some free free passes um, for the expo, which includes you know these free passes are, are not just your basic standard you know free free things where you can sign up before June fifteenth and walk the floor for free. These will actually get you into the parties um, as well. And then probably as a big grand grand prize, we'll get you a full expo pass. I think it's worth uh, one ninety nine or or two fifty or something like that. Well, there you go. And all you got to do is text in to win. Yeah, Can't beat that. So yeah, that's that's start by texting on the number. It's at the bottom of the screen. You'll also get updates and future guest announcements. All right, guys. Anything? Shall we go right into our guests? I'm excited. We so, got we uh, like when I say guests, we got one, two, three. What do, it's going to look like the Brady Bunch up in this. I know, thing. like it's definitely going to look like the Brady Bunch when we fill this whole screen up with these dudes. That that's all right. That's that's cool. Um, and and let me see here. So, and and Gabe, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong or stop me at any time. Just put your hands up and say stop, stop. You're doing this wrong. <laughs> um, the group is dogs in a pile. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you caught them on their East Coast tour. So Dogs in a Pile is the culmination of a love of music uh, born from the deepest American roots of psychedelica, jazz, fusion, funk, traditional, and rock and roll. Sprung from the rich Asbury Park scene in New Jersey, their serendipitous convergence has made for the kind of kindred intuition its members only had once dreamed of. Described as listening to a single moving organism, the sum of its five parts represents an original journey into the peaks and valleys of psychedelic improvisation, all while remaining reminiscent of so much we love or, or so much love of life and music. Sounds like something George Clinton would have wrote. You know, these, these guys are they also all probably have A's. Um, in, in language arts, because the words that they're using here are blowing me away. I'm surprised I can even pronounce them. Anyway, let me I continue. I digress. Um, the final <laughs> iteration of the dogs began with the University of the Arts um, and a student of, of Asbury Park uh, veteran, Jimmy Law, along with his longtime friend, Joe Babick, a four-year veteran of the Gifted Young Musicians Program at the nationally renowned Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, lightning struck when they were introduced to Berkeley School of Music student and bass player Sam Lucid, who immediately suggested fellow Berkeley student and multi-instrumentalist Jeremy Kaplan. The addition of the fellow Berkeley student and collaborator Brian Murray in 2019 made for the quintessential final piece in the dog's puzzle. Um, their commonality and love for improvisation by way of bands like the Grateful Dead and Fish, love it, as well as feverant inclination for the study of jazz, fusion, and classical music has helped shape the free-flowing style that is the dogs. Their unique synergy and joy of creating music as an atmosphere equates simply to, as the band would say, spreading good music and good energy to good people. Now, for those that don't know, before I introduce this band, Asbury Park, New Jersey, um, especially, um, uh, oh my God, the Stone Pony where these guys play, correct, Gabe? Absolutely. 
that's where Bruce Springsteen got his start. Am I yep. not mistaken? Yeah, that that's for those that are you know Bruce Springsteen fans um, or know anything about Bruce. This is the, the place where where you get your start deal. I think the only other place more famous um, on the East Coast for bands. Um, oh my God, what's CBGB's? the place? CBGB's, CBGB's and Barry, but they closed down. Yeah, I was drawing. I was drawing a blank. CB, CBGB's was the one, but they, yeah, they're they're done, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. So and it, but the Asbury Park, yeah, yeah, it's still uh, it's still in existence to this day. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, go to Arlene's basement in New York now. But anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, and I'm going to give Dave a few minutes to click like all of them into the band. So it looks like the Brady bunch up in this bitch. Here we actually, go. Actually, I think they condensed themselves, so it's a little bit better. Like, oh, they're, they're all they're all they're all together in one room now. <laughs> Brian and Jimmy are, I don't know, here here they are. There's Brian. Jimmy's about to come on camera, too. And then there's Jeremy and, and Jeremy's naked. mirror image. Jimmy's Yo. naked. He got no, oh, there he is. Oh, he put clothes on. Oh, my God. There he is. All right. So now we're down. Now we're down to, okay, one, two, three, four. I can't count. That's all right. Um, I got to stop sniffing glue. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Airplane? Forget it. All right. We'll get back. Um, go ahead, Gabe. Hit him with your best shot, my friend. Oh, God. I mean, we got the keyboard player of the year right here. <laughs> so well, who Jeremy. does what? Why don't hey. we start with that? Like, who who does what? Who plays what? So Jeremy does keyboards, and he also has this other instrument. Tell him about that instrument for a minute. Yeah, so it's this funny little thing called the melodica. It's like a, it's kind of like an accordion, but without the big squeezy thing. And you uh, you just blow into it. And it kind of sounds like an accordion harmonica type thing, but it's a reed instrument. It's really interesting. Oh, I know what you're talking about too. Yeah, it's like, but you, you blow into it, but you play it like a keyboard. Yeah, like this. Uh, it's around here somewhere. I could try to find it. But... No, I, I know what you're talking about. I've seen that. What's it called again? Called the melodica. Some people melodica. call it melodion. It's but melodica. Oh, that's cool. All yeah. right, now now here's yeah. now here's my question because I've seen this thing. You have to take deep breaths to actually like. <gasps> right it takes it actually takes an unbelievable amount of air especially if you're playing more than one note at a time as you okay. push more air across the several reeds as opposed to just one at a time it, it uh, i get very lightheaded and a little high at the end of look, a long game look, playing one of them look you're talking to a guy who would cheat i'd hook that thing up to an air compressor backstage <laughs> and just have the shh, you know the air and every time i wanted to play it i just hook it up to the hose and and do that no i i get it it's the art of actually playing that's awesome bro very cool. By the way, we got Jimmy on guitars, Joe on drums. Well, well wait, who's next to Jeremy? Who looked Jimmy Page, right? No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so who, who's next to Jeremy? Who are you? I'm Joe. I'm the I'm the drummer. Yeah, Joe's the drummer. All right, cool. Sir. All right. Any anything any other kind of special toys that you have with the drummer? Like, I don't know. Octobonds or rototons or, or I got some uh, rototons. We have a friend Kiefer who was really one of our first like hardcore tour rats. Followed us around all over and very lucky to call him a close friend. And uh, he's got one of those little cocktail kits for like bars and stuff. So I'll take a small drum from there and use it on the kit, like these little toms and a tiny little snare for the side. Nice okay. tight funk. You guys, you guys mentioned Grateful Dead. And you mentioned Fish. They're both jam bands. Um, you didn't mention Dave Matthews, which are quite simple, similar in there as well. But mm -hmm. with that said, these guys, both both Grateful Dead and both Fish, within their jamming, 
are really big with percussion too. Um, I mean, sometimes bongos, sometimes something freaky going on. It's it's all like an ear trip, psychedelic thing. Um, do you guys do something similar in that nature? Somewhat. Okay. Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe is really good at at making a lot of noise. He he, he he can sound like two drummers. You know, he 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 spends he spent a lot of time and he still does spend a lot of time listening to Grateful Dead, who of course famously had two two drummers and. He approximates that style extremely well. Yeah, my teacher, my teacher for years, he always knew my interest in the dead. So he would always yeah. push me to really work on my four-way coordination and make it sound as much, you know, for the situation in which we're playing, to sound as much at like two drummers as possible, really. And we're always adding new little toys and instruments on stage to make some crazy sounds, you know, as time goes on. Okay. Well, Brian, what, what do you play, Brian? And what do you do? I play guitar and, and sing. Okay. All right. Cool. Any Anything different do you pull out? Like, you, you know, I mean, what the hell? There was the, the one guy was pulling out a thing for a violin and playing his guitar or, or rubbing his guitar up against the microphone stand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or just taking his guitar and putting it right against the amp for the feedback. I mean, do you have any kind of tricks or things that you play? Or do you smash it on the ground like Pete Townsend? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you laid it on fire you, like Jimi Hendrix. No, you have yeah, been yeah. sniffing some glue over there, man. <laughs> I uh, come on, stop. <laughs> I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, okay. I just guys, uh... look usually like at a, when I talk to certain people, like throw down or, or any of our guests, they always have something that they'll do a little bit uniquely or differently. Like like the gentleman that played that cool blowing instrument, you know, I forget what it's, the mandolin or whatever that fuck that thing's called. You, you know what I'm saying? That That is unique and cool as hell. If I'd have seen him play that and, and put in a psychedelic set, especially under psychedelics, I would never forget you guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it, it it's unique. It makes people say, wow. You know, okay. just, like, just like the name. You know, I'm never going to forget your name. You know, that that is a unique, awesome name. It's, it's something that makes you guys stand out. And in a place where the market is saturated with everybody and their mother thinks they can play the guitar because they got Guitar Hero or they're a drummer because they've got, you know, rock band. You know, you, you guys got a lot of competition out there. And now with the Roaring Twenties hitting us because coronavirus is ending, bars are opening back up and they're probably going to be, you know, Going, going to the point with which I say that's the Roaring Twenties when they legalized alcohol and they left their pandemic. That was the Roaring Twenties from a hundred years ago. Well, guess what's going to happen within the next two two years? This pandemic is going to go away, and more than likely, and put your money in the stock market. They're going to legalize marijuana. So it's like a hundred year flip. Same type of thing with the Roaring Twenties again. I you know what that means. And in two years, well, in two years, if it doesn't happen, then prove me wrong and say, you know what, you're wrong. But I, I see this happening. I see all these different bars and restaurants and 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 places, you know, changing their style. And because of it, you know, um, that the marijuana is going to dampen a lot of the fights and a lot of these people getting pissed off. Um, believe me, I mean, if you've ever been to Amsterdam and experienced life on the other side, you know exactly what I mean. There's less people getting pissed off and in bar fights or getting what I call beer balls. Sorry, sponsors, but that's what it is. You know, causing trouble, causing fights, disrespecting women, disrespecting others, giving people who drink alcohol responsibly a bad name. 
because they're idiots and they don't know what to do. And frankly, you know, it's probably the reason why America is flipping the coin and turning over to the fact, you know, and legalizing marijuana. But that's my let's hypothetically say that's probably not going to happen for a couple of years. And, uh, I, you know, I'm more interested in hearing no, no offense to that because that's very fascinating. I, I'm, I'm actually very interested in hearing about how the name Dogs in Nepal came from. Please. How did that come about, fellas? Anyone feel free to answer, but you got to unmute yourself or we won't hear you. <laughs> well, basically, so we were, um, we, we struggled for a while to come up with a name. Honestly, we, we even wanted to change it like, like somewhere, not recently, but like within the past year, we, we were like, we don't know if we truly love this. And, um, so, so while we were figuring it out in the beginning, um, Joe's, Joe's dad, he was sending us like a whole, like lists and lists of just like things he was thinking of during the day, just random stuff. And, and we went through all of them and we wound up uh, using the first one on the list, which was dogs in a pile. And um, it comes from the dead song, the grateful dead song. He's gone. Um, and it's one of the lyrics, but we always, um, we always try to, cause it's hard to, when, when somebody hasn't heard our music, they think that we're a cover band sometimes if they know the grateful dead or a trip, mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of hard to like stray from that, but um, we don't play the dead all the time. So <laughs> love it. Good answer. You guys are super talented. You, you a lot of you guys went to um like music school, right? And if not, you're going, right? Yeah, exactly. Everybody uh well, so <laughs> only one of us graduated so far. Uh Sam, the bassist who isn't here tonight, just graduated uh at our uh, the same day of our gig, um Saturday at Snipes Farm. Um I am in in flux right now with school. I, uh, if I had continued my education, I would have graduated with Sam, as would have uh, Brian. But he, uh, he's back in school online right now. Um, I, I did not. And Joe, Joe has another story. Uh, yeah, I'm currently a senior in high school. I graduate in like two weeks, and I just recently did get accepted to Berkeley. So, congratulations! Thank you. Are you gonna be on the wrestling team? <laughs> <laughs> I was for a couple of years in grade school. I wasn't much. I wasn't very good. Let's say you got the sticks for it. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll be graduating um, next week. I think my day of completion is the 17th or something. So, From high school or from Berkeley? Oh, no. I'm actually um, I'm graduating from University of the Arts in Philly. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only Excellent. one that's not, not a Berkeley dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, UA is great. Um, I have a question for um, – for Joe. Shoot. You prefer five A's, five B's? I have to ask every drummer. What's your comfort level? What do you what do you prefer? All right. So this is weird. I don't really know of any other drummers that really do this. So I use a Peter Erskine ride stick in my right hand because the way it feels when playing on any cymbal, really, it's the perfect amount of rebound. It's a nice long taper teardrop shaped tip it's yeah you can modify the fulcrum area for that and we get a decent tip and then pretty much whatever i'm feeling at the time i use in my left hand uh most of the time it's a keith carlock signature stick with the glaze on it or like a nice i don't know i'll use a pro mark sometimes straight up 5a pro mark or okay yeah it really is interchangeable and uh, it's a lot of fun to do non-drummers what is that 5a 5 you, you getting way over my head over here man uh 5a is uh you know just basically the most standard size of a stick 
and the lower the number goes, there are like five A's and then there's two, like two A's and two B's, which are like heavier. And then seven A's, which are like the thinner, thinner type mm. sticks. Okay. Got it. So why do you like DW products? Honestly, really, Jimmy got me into DW because okay. they have this this beautiful custom collector series kit, 23-inch mm -hmm. kick at his studio that I fell in love with when I was a kid. And I just always really liked DW since then. Wow. That's what's up. Talking about gear, Jimmy has this amazing PRS that he used on his um, – on your um set on saturday out in snipes that was amazing thank you man i really appreciate yeah. that do you yeah. guys all use pedals like I, I know um i know brian you play guitar as well i mean do you guys use pedals for anything yeah yeah um jimmy and i both got pedal boards um jimmy's got some more going than i do but um I, I, I just stick to basic effects like, you know, an overdrive, a distortion, and then I got like a, a nice phaser pedal that's an expression pedal that, you know, the speed changes almost like a wah when you go up and down with it, you know, and then uh, a delay and uh, also this old whammy pedal um, that I love that does a whole bunch of different crazy trippy sounds and whatnot. And then Jimmy's got, you know, a bunch of, bunch of stuff too. And we both play through Fender amps. He's got a Fender uh twin reverb oh yeah reverb. you have to use reverb. a vintage uh yeah. fender um deluxe reverb killer so when you guys get together majority of the music is um aside from a couple covers that you guys did just to kind of keep the crowd you know jamming um you use you, you guys mainly do all your original music right so what's the process for that do you guys sit down and write it together and then come out the melody and percussion so, I mean, it can happen in a couple of different ways. Uh, sometimes somebody just creates a whole song on their own and then they present it to the rest of the band and we put together yeah. an arrangement. Or sometimes we work in groups. Um, Brian and I frequently collaborate. Jim and I are working on a tune right now. Um, so it can happen, you know, in a variety of different ways. And sometimes we get friends that aren't necessarily musicians to chip in and throw in a funny line or throw in an idea. And it usually ends up being pretty cool too, you know. Very cool. Yeah. All right, hey guys, tell us tell us about your East Coast tour, where you guys are going, where you where where you've been, where you plan on you know hitting the different states up and down the East Coast. Uh, sure. So we just uh, we just played at Snipes Farm. It was like kind of the, the tour kickoff, uh, as well as the uh, the celebration for uh, the release of our album, our first studio. Okay. Album. I'm sure we'll get to later. Um, but that that was a, that was a great time, um, and we've got some stuff in pennsylvania vermont new york um specifically we're playing at uh, uh the spring jubilee at uh, the blackthorn resort in uh, upstate new york on may wow. 22nd um we got some stuff in lake george opening up for pink talking fish on may 28th nice and then we're playing uh two nights up at moog's joint in uh johnson vermont which is our, our our home away from home to be fair it's it's the best time up there um and uh we were just just i think it's just got confirmed but we're doing this uh this local gig in belmar in new jersey uh june 13th at bar a okay nice i'll be there very cool awesome uh well you know what we you discussed it let's jump right into it um 
your your new album. What's what what is it? What's it all about? Where can people find it? Tell us about that, please. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Google, you can find it on on there. It's on uh, all streaming platforms. Okay. Um, we're, we we really prioritize the digital release. Uh, people don't really use CDs anymore. However, we are working on getting some CDs printed, and I think sometime in the near future we're going to get a vinyl press going. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of it was a great process. It was uh, you know our our first studio effort, and uh, we all learned a lot from it and had a great time doing it. Killer. Okay. What's the title of it? It's called Not Your Average Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a little something like that, maybe. Looks just like that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that's that. That's pretty much exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Not your I love that. That's pretty cool. Not your average beagle. All right. What up now? The now is that is this your debut album? Do you have any other albums out besides that? What what else do you have? What other kind of work do you have that you guys done? This is all we got right now. That's it. Um, okay, so this is your this is your this is your debut. This is the big thing that you're pushing. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we've got some live stuff up on Bandcamp. You can go to I think it's bandcamp.dogsinapilenj.com and we've got some of our live shows up there. Um, and we are currently working on another live release which is focused around this series of live streams we did from High Peaks Event Productions in Saratoga. And so we're taking the best cuts and splicing a bunch of crazy stuff together and we'll be putting that out uh Soon, I will say. Soon. All right. Excellent. That's pretty rad. I like that. Very Got a quick question here, Greg. Yeah. yeah. How long <laughs> to the studio process? How long does the studio process take for you guys? So, I mean, <laughs> it took a while. Good question. We, start, we started. We recorded basic tracks in the. It was winter break, two years ago. I think like yeah, it was, it, it was a while ago, but you know, this, this is the first time we've, we've done anything like this and we did it all, all by ourselves. So, uh, we, you know, there was a lot of trial and error involved and, in, uh, and just figuring out how to make the most of our space. Okay. We also had a lot of other stuff going on. Like there were so many things happening these past two years. Cause it, we, we, it's kind of like, we just, we, germ always says we act like we've known each other for so long and we really haven't. And it's funny. Cause like, it feels like we've been working together like our whole lives. And it's only, it, the reality is it's only been like three years. So oh, like wow. within these past two years, all this other stuff is starting and happening and you know, some procrastination can't really lie about that. But um, yeah, the, this album t took a minute. That's for sure. It took a long Jim, time. Jimmy, we call that the creative process, yeah. not, not procrastinating the creative process. <laughs> it's a great excuse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was all about that. It's called the incubation process. You just kind of sit there and let things gel together in a genuine way. So totally respect that. Uh, Dave, do you have a video you could show them? Yeah, I do. I do. Absolutely. Um, I got one more question from Zaz real quick. I'll cue these up and we'll let the guys answer this question. You guys have a dream band to tour with. I was just saying the other day, I hate to take the mic quickly, but I think it would be really sick. If, if someday um, Goose and and us did a show together, um, that's that's more personal. It's not like collective, but the, I I figured that would be a really cool thing, just because of the um the the uh, same crowd pretty much. Wow, you said Goose, yes, and us two other two bands. Well, I'm so sorry, Goose and Dogs in a Pile. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Our All band right. and, and Goose, right. yes. 
All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up a couple of uh, videos here just to kind of give everybody a little bit of the experience of dogs in a pile. So here's one. jamming on that huh loving it yeah you know what that was cool but the show they did the other night you guys gonna have any live video that like um posted by your videographer that was there yeah so i uh i, I don't want to make promises but I, i'm talking with him right now and, and we're pretty confident that we can put out uh, we're gonna put out a cut uh from that with show your blessing, I, i'd like to put something i'd like to post something tonight that i that i recorded from the show to give them to give our viewers um a little bit more of what's in action yeah, I'm, I'm sure yeah. that would be cool with everybody. Cool. Um, and like I said, yeah, we're gonna get a video up. I think uh, tomorrow. From the guys, that was that was really cool, man. That was that was really cool, and I could totally see, you know, the the, the Grateful Dead and 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 the fish. No, nah, they those, those influences in there. So you know, that that that's one of our staple questions that we ask. And I mean, obviously, if there's are there any other bands that 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 influence you besides Grateful Dead and Fish? Um, well, since so Jimmy and Brian are, are for sure the biggest fish fans in the band, um, okay. every, everybody else in the band does have a deep appreciation for them and what they do, but these guys are heavy, man, they are heavy. Um, but just as heavy as they are into fish, Joe and I are, are equally heavy into Frank Zappa and, and, and as well as our, our friend, Sam, who is a ridiculously into Steely Dan and got us all very into Steely Dan. Yes. Um, those are the, the primary influences that go, go around here. That's awesome. Now, Steely Dan is that is a great like. I I would consider them besides you know your rock and your classic rock, but that that jazzy that jazzy influence because if you tune on to the right jazz stations, you will hear Steely Dan or Donald Fagan um, played a lot there. So no, no, that that's great. I I could totally tell um, by your music that you guys, yeah, that that's really cool. And Jeremy, man, great job on those keys, bro. That was awesome. Uh, thank you. That's honestly, I was I was cringing a little bit. That's not my favorite cut of that tune that we played, but <laughs> thank but, you, I appreciate but, it. But I could I could tell I could tell your passion. I could tell you jamming out. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's not like it's it's something you know. Nowadays in the digital world, we get all these retakes and do overs and all that. You guys are a band that's been together for three years, and and you're jamming out and you're having a great time. 
You know, you're 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 enjoying yourselves. You know, the, it's not like it's a job. If you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. And and it shows, you know, like I I I could tell just by by feeling your energy through the cameras. You know what I'm saying? You guys obviously love this. You love hanging out, partying, and playing with each other. You know, and it, it, that that is the the spark and the fire that's going to ignite your new music into the future. And that energy that as long as you take it onto the tour and and let your you know the people that watch you, your clients and or your fans feel that energy, you know, the sky's the limit for you guys. So yeah, keep keep that up and just take that energy, you know, your energy, um, and pour, you know, give it to the. Give it to the give it to the crowd. Shut up Vince give me a hard time, man. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think he's referencing a Frank Zappa record. So yeah, ah, all good. Yeah. It's all good. Now, Vinny, Vinny, yeah, Vinny is a big, big, big fan of of the arts. Vinny's a drummer too. Um, we we had him on there, so he's probably he's probably flipping out at Joe. You know the the Jimmy Page lookalike over there, laughing his head off. You know. With, with what I said and, and and thinking, wow, Joe's going to kick Greg's ass if you ever meet him in public. <laughs> just might. Just might. All hey, right. Greg, I got another uh, video clip if you want me to throw, throw oh, another yeah. one up. Oh, my God, like, please. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. I, I just randomly grabbed these from what you guys sent me, so sorry if I'm not showing the best of the best, but uh, here we go. Thank you. On. What happened? Nothing. I'm frozen. What happened? It's all good. We're still good. Love it, man. I love that, man. So good. Yeah, that was very cool, guys. Greg, did it did it freeze up on your end or something? No, I froze up on me. My whole computer froze. Oh. Like, yeah. Why did you see me with a with a weird look in my face when it stopped? Well, or? I heard you saying something about it froze up, and I didn't see uh, you know, any Olaf or anybody from Frozen, so I figured yeah, something but, must be going on your end. I it, it, something that never happened. I, it, it the middle the middle froze, but then again. My mouse froze, but but regardless, at least my volume was working. So, but no, gotcha. that was it kicked in. Um, and when I, I, yeah, once again, boys, awesome. What a I, I I was pissed off that I couldn't watch this video, but then it kicked in. Um, but yeah, I I, I see the influences there w once again. Um, 
it, it's hard not to if if you listen to music and you know the bands that you guys are talking about. It's hard not to see those influences come through in your artistic abilities, guys. So what this is going to be my new doing? Sunday Sunday listening to stuff too. I think uh, on Sundays I'm just going to listen to this stuff while I'm working. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, you know, as as a DJ, I hate I hate listening to the music unless it's jazz or some type of I don't know, calm me down. Like, but still, your your music seems to calm me down a little bit. So, no, um, no, but, but I could but I could still jam out to it. If you, was if you watch, I'm banging my I head. a clip of that. What what what's that game? I said the show that they did on Saturday was fucking epic. It's like some new stuff that's coming out from the new album. New energy. It's got like you know soulful and fucking little jazz, little Pat Metheny, like fucking direction for a minute, like 10 seconds. And then like they go into their own jam session. Like I felt like I was watching fish for a minute. And next thing you know, I'm like, damn, they fucking surprised me. They threw some other wow. things in there. So well, I'm the going new deeper. stuff is fucking off the hook and I can't wait for everybody to check it out. Okay. I, mean, well, I, I got all these plus, links. Like, so after I'm, this, after this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw up a, uh, a video feed, a two minute clip of what I saw. And I was like, fuck it. I'm sold. These guys are going places three years, but where do you guys see yourself in five? Anyone? Bueller? Hopefully, uh, I'd say hopefully um, in, in, a, in good, I don't know how to say it, but in, 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 in a decent spot on some jam festivals, some of the bigger jam festivals that are around, mm. um, that are around the country. Because um, I think that all of us really want to just play festivals and, and tour um, maybe, um, you know, maybe not in five, but we want to, we want to, we want to play theaters and we want to play like, more mid-sized, medium, large-sized venues, and we're, we're really hoping, and we're just going to keep working for that. But um, we want to play festivals. I think that's where okay. the fun is, and that's where the where the good shows happen, and where 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 people tend to latch on. You know. So where where are some decent festivals in the northeast section of the country? <laughs> I mean, I go to Bonnaroo sure. from time to time, but where can I go? Well, right the, ones, the ones I know. I, the first two I could think of are Lockin and which used to be called Interlockin. Um, it's uh that's probably the biggest jam festival around the East Coast. Um, you know, uh, Dead and Company played it two years ago, and um, and uh, who else? Widespread Panic, and um, and also the Peach Festival. Um, that's that's pr the other big one at Montage Mountain in PA. Um, oh yeah, is that in the summertime? Yeah, yeah that's that's usually around. I, I I don't know. I think it's around July, maybe August. Sometimes um, I know my friend Nick's gonna comment. Correct me in like two seconds, but <laughs> you guys gonna crash it? You um, jump on stage? I want to. We want to. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. All right. Cool. So Brian, are you um are you using a uh, a Strat mainly or a Tele or a Strat Tele? I know they have one of those out there. What's your what's your thing? Uh, I started playing in the band with the telly actually the telecaster um i haven't been lately just because uh i don't know been trying different things but um i play a strat mainly with the band right now yeah i have a japanese uh strat that i love um it's it's just great i don't know i i play with a thumb pick um i play like in a finger style so uh you know sort of technique and so i i found that the strat really just has a great feel for that um so for all your guitarists out there do you have to have your action really low when you're doing that for finger style um yeah it depends i don't know you're, you're, you're gonna get a different uh you know tone 
tone depending on whether it's high or low, but um, I actually prefer it to be a little bit higher just because you have uh, more space. It's, it's easier to finger pick um, on an acoustic guitar because you have that sound hole below where your right hand is. Or, there you go. You know, hmm. um, and so you have like the ability to dig in, but on, you know, a Strat or a solid body guitar, it's shallower, you know, so you don't have as much space to dig in with your, with your fingers when you're picking. So you'll just like end up hitting the pick guard all the time. Um, so I like to have it just a little bit higher. Um, yeah. Right on. All right. Cool. That's a cool analogy with that, man. I, I didn't, I didn't know this. I'm not going to bring this back player. up. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to bring this back up just because we kind of overlooked it a little bit earlier. So Jimmy's question goes out to you. What would be your advice for an inspiring novice jazz guitarist? Oh, good question. So Ross is cracking me up now because, you know, I, I, I study jazz, but I definitely don't consider myself a jazz guitarist. Um, I do love playing jazz. Um, my advice would be listen to all kinds of recordings. Um, <laughs> listen to all kinds of old jazz recordings. Look for the best one. Look, talk to other jazz musicians and and um and figure out the most the, the best recordings and uh don't overplay. I guess that <laughs> play melodically and don't overplay. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Go. Hey, good answer. Hey guys, what's the craziest show you've ever done? craziest thing that ever happened for for example i'd, and, I'd say and, in uh, general um yeah. some of the craziest times we've ever had have probably been in vermont every time we go up there just it's just <laughs> a great scene and great people and i don't know i mean you got to give me an example did an 80 year old woman take her top off and get on the table and start dancing i mean I, i'm talking well, crazy here, right? <laughs> No, well, know. you know, I could actually go off of that. And when we were in Vermont the one time, it, um, right. my, so we were, it was our whole crew there. And, um, mm -hmm. and my, so my dad, my dad and Joe's dad are really, really big dad heads and they've been seeing the dead for so long. And so, um, that's a little, a little further down. So after the shows, uh, one of the guys who worked at Mooks, this guy, Charlie, he had a, he had a place and with, a, with a barn in the back of his house and it's in the middle of nowhere in Vermont. So. It doesn't right. matter what time it is. So in there, he draws on his walls with paint and he has all kinds of instruments and speakers. And just it's a small little like I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. And we literally sit in there all night and play music and listen to music and have a good time. And it, and it, the reason why I said my dad and Joe, because they both described it as walking into like an acid test from the 60s, you know. And, <laughs> and when they said that, I looked around, I'm like. You know what? That's true. It feels like we're in the 60s and there's a bunch of hippies just hanging out and doing whatever and playing music all night long. Wow. Really cool. Very cool. All right. Any, any other guys? Anything else, guys? You have anything else you want to share about something unique or crazy that's happened to you or you've done, you know, as a band? Uh, well, there's this one time in West Virginia. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Go ahead, please. Isn't it cool when one guy says that and then you look at the faces of the other guys to see right when they figured out exactly what he was talking about? <laughs> it, it was just a wild time. I mean, this is, you know, pretty, pretty backwater area. We all had, it was, it was an incredible gig. It was so much fun to play and the people were, were so kind to us and it was so awesome. 
but it was just, you know, nothing like we've ever been exposed to before, you know, living in, in suburbia. Um, and it, uh, so on, on the way back from, uh, from the gig after playing the gig, I don't know, it must've been two or three or four in the morning and everybody's in the van with the trailer driving down the, the destroyed back roads of West Virginia and the trailer comes off the hitch on the truck Ooh. and they come, they come to a short stop and the trailer crashes into the back of the truck. And it took, I, how many guys was, I, w- I actually wasn't there. I stayed back at the festival with some friends I met drinking peach moonshine. How many guys did it take to pick up that trailer? It was probably at least, at least five or six. Plus my dad, probably. Who, who, and then, and then your dad dropped it on his toe. Remember that? When he was wearing <laughs> flip flops or something, dude? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a, this is your full trailer filled with all of your equipment that your, your thing was telling it came off the hitch. And everything. And oh, that behind you, and as you stopped, it slammed into the back of your vehicle. And then it took the whole—I mean, the whole band—and and Joe's dad, who was a bodybuilder, uh, to lift it back up onto the hitch. Oh God! Oh wow! But look, look at it this way: at least you guys were able to continue on to your final destination. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh wow! Wow! All right. Interesting, boys. All right, Gabe, you want to want to throw anything their way here? We got about uh six minutes left. Yeah. Um, where's your next tour date? Good. Uh, the very next thing we have is the 14th in Philadelphia at Milo meeting, meeting house. I think it's in East Philly. Mile right. Milo the meeting house. Okay. Meeting, meeting place. Excuse me. Um, so that's on the 14th. And then right after that, we're going to be up, up in North Jersey at the chubby pickle. Where's that? Uh, Highlands. Okay. Uh, that might not be all of us. It might just be a, a stripped down crew. We call uh, OUC or otherwise useless children. <laughs> and just to clarify, it is meeting house. It is. House. Uh, that's what I said first, and I looked at the list, and the list said place. So forgive me. I think... <laughs> all right. But that's a really cool place. Shelby Pickle. That's a cool place. That's Gabe's old nickname, but that that's a cool place. Cool guys. Um, I think I'm going to point this uh, real quick to Dave. He, I think he has a clip he wants to show of your show. Yeah, man. Let me uh, throw this in right now. Here we go.
Yeah, that's nice. cool. Now that's, that's a dog's cool. Nepal that I want to fucking jam to on the way to the goddamn beach. Yeah, and now that, that, that you know, nice. that fucking hour and a half. I'm just like, you know what? By the time I get to point A to point B, I'm that's that, it, it I'm, look it's energetic. When, it, when did this happen? When I gotta ask this question, when did that happen? That we what? just watched Saturday. I helped do Saturday. Was it cold out, or do you guys just wear like heavy, heavy clothes on stage? I, I'd be burning my ass off with all that you guys got on. Yeah, <laughs> it was it a bit nippy. Yeah, sorry, Germ. Yeah, sorry. no, it was a, it was a bit chilly. We've the thing is we've played colder. Like the last time we played that venue, it was it was in the mid thirties, and it was oh, wow. like it was oh, wow. it was unbe- almost unbearable. And that wow. show it was like it was like upper forties, so it, it it wasn't as bad. But yeah, we it was still a little chilly, you know. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I just want to point out that that recording that we watched that was um we um that was a cover of Goose called Mad Ma- Ma- Madavan. Sorry, I always mess that up. So that was the first song, and then that transition right at the end was Melting Lights by Pigeons playing ping pong. So we did like a little mashup of some covers of some of the jam bands that we look up to in the scene. You know, very cool, very cool, very cool. And by yeah, the way, one of my favorite transitions in music is. Is uh, polyethylene Pam? You know, I think I forget what album that Beatles did in that, but transitions oh, are fun when they when they just when they just work, they work. And kudos to you guys for figuring that shit out. And great visuals too, guys. Great visuals. I love that laser show that was right right above your head. Yeah, a little bit of haze or I guess fog that was rising up. Like, it just to- totally works. Totally was so cool. All right, Davey. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm I'm sold. I can't wait to get the album. I'm I'm getting ready to go on Apple Music and get it or Spotify here in just a minute and get it. All right, cool. Well, yeah, yeah, you can you can catch you can catch our guests here tonight. Dogs in a pile on all of your streaming platforms: Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you can hear podcasts. Once again, dogs in a pile. I don't have to spell it out for you guys listening on the on the back end here, okay? And Greg, you should you should you know you should do your typical um your your typical uh what is it not Siri but the other one the uh <laughs> you know what I'm talking about right? I know. Wait. Okay, Google, play dogs in a pile, or Alexa, play dogs in a pile. And there you go. <laughs> Comes right up. All right, now that I've messed everybody's <laughs> now that I've messed everybody's uh assistance up at their house. Uh thank you, boys. You guys were awesome. Brian, Jimmy, Jeremy, Joe. Um, and I think there was somebody else that was in and out that we missed. Who was the other the other guy? Uh, who's that? Sam, the um yeah, Sam. Sam. Okay, yeah, Sam. Sam. So Thank, thank you all for, for coming on behalf of David and, and Gabe. Actually, and real yeah. quick, Sam yeah. graduated college that day before he went out for his gig, which, wow, you know, kudos to him. Congratulations, Sam. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, look, yeah, like I said, check out our band, uh, Dogs in a Pile, here on all your social networks. And don't forget, while you're listening to us, please subscribe to the channel, share, like, and throw some comments our way. And, and check out these guys. Find them on social media. Search them up. Dogs in a Pile, they got some really, really cool stuff. So it's something good for you guys to check out. Dave, what do you say? Well, this has been a great show, as always. Love you guys for uh, for joining us. I am literally grabbing this album right now on um, my Apple Play Store here so I can play this later on tonight while I get some work done. So thank you guys for all that you do and look forward to seeing you on those big stages that you talked about. Thanks for having us. and Thanks for checking out the record. Absolutely. 
All right, you guys, we're going to wrap it up for the night. Thank you, everybody, for joining in the Q podcast. Don't forget, you can catch us every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at InTheQPodcast.com. And if you're not following us and connecting with us on Instagram, go to InTheQPodcast on Instagram. Let's connect. Let's talk. And if you would like to be a guest on the show or you know somebody who would be good to be a guest on the show, let us know. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you for joining us on In The Q Podcast. Have a good night.